Hello and welcome from Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. This podcast you're about to hear was recorded at our Burugun campus. So sit back, relax, and enjoy what God has to say to you. I 
impress. We like to make a good impression on others. We like others to think well of us. And some of us spend a lifetime trying to impress our parents, uh, trying to get approval from our parents. We like to impress. And that's perhaps the most surprising thing about the Christmas story. It's a story about God. The God who created the heavens and the earth. The God who created all things. This God who the Bible tells us brings out the starry host one by one and calls them each by name. This God of all things who is so impressive in every way. There's nothing more impressive than God. And the Christmas story is about the way in which God, this God, chose to enter into and become part of his own creation. A story about the way that God himself, God wrote himself into the historical drama. And the surprising thing is the strategy that God adopted is so remarkably unimpressive. I mean, the angelic host, I mean, that's impressive. That, that was a, probably a good touch, I thought. Uh, you know, the wise men with their impressive gifts, uh, that was kind of a nice touch as well. But really, this, this is God coming to earth. So why wouldn't you go with some sort of you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger type figure flying down in a spaceship, you know, like the USS Enterprise, and landing in the middle of the Colosseum with big crowds and big fanfare and all of that. Bold, like a really bold statement, lots of special effects. Now that would be impressive. That's where I would have gone with something like that. I could just see only flexing his muscles, you know, killing all the Pharisees. <laughs> I saw just uh, Pharisees rising up into the clouds. I'll be back. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would have done. But God didn't do that. Instead, he went with something intentionally unimpressive. Let's start with the birthplace. You know, Bethlehem at that time would have had a population of about 480. You know, that's about the size of Muck and Moodin. <laughs> Even smaller. A place that one of the things about Muck and Moodin that's a selling point is it's dry. <laughs> now, if you're from Muck and Moodin, uh, then welcome, first of all. And uh, great place to got there. But with all due respect, not the kind of place you choose as the gateway for God to enter his creation. Surely. Bethlehem, really? Then you've got Mary, you know, an unmarried refugee, pregnant teenager, which at that time in that culture was not only unimpressive, but it was, it was shameful. This would have been a situation that would have brought great embarrassment to the family. Adding to the mix, God's choice of birthing arrangement totally unsanitary animal shelter at the back of a motel in Bethlehem. I mean, if the wise men had really thought it through, they would have brought hand sanitizer as one of their gifts. <laughs> totally unsanitary. The whole scene actually is 
resoundingly unimpressive. But this is Jesus, the Son of God. Unimaginable greatness packed into a manger. This is Jesus. And then as he grew to be a man, he began his ministry. He handpicked a group of colleagues, the twelve disciples. Well, what a dodgy bunch of misfits. Really. I say you learn a lot about a person by the company they keep. Jesus associated mainly with pretty unsavory types, tax collectors and sinners. Acts 4 describes them as uneducated, ordinary men. So if Jesus was out to impress, then he sure went about it in a strange way. But see, the truth is, Jesus was never out to impress anyone. That was never his goal. He was never out to impress anyone. His goal was to reflect and to reveal and to display to humanity the very heart and the very nature of God. And that was not to come out with all guns blazing, not to be some slick, charismatic salesman, not to self-promote with showy, glitzy presentations. No, instead he came to show us what God is really like. And so he came with compassion and humility, full of grace and truth. He came as light and love. And he showed particular interest in the lowly, the forgotten, and the marginalized. He came to the least and the lost and the lonely. He came as a baby in a manger, a carpenter in a small, obscure village, a common criminal on a cross. At every point, Jesus defied the world's expectations for how celebrities should act and how, and how social movements should begin. And then at a key climactic point in his ministry, what did he do? He took a towel, wrapped it around his waist, he adopted the posture of the role of a servant, he knelt on the dusty floor and washed the feet of that group of misfit disciples. This is Jesus, the Son of God, God in flesh, unimaginable greatness packed in a manger. question is, why? Why did he do all that? Why, why did God unfold his plan in such a, an unmemorable, unimpressive way? Well, one thing it reveals is our unexpected pathway to success and salvation and life eternal. You see, the message of Christmas is that when you come to God, you can put aside your impressive resume. You won't need that. When you come to God, you can come without your credentials, without your list of accomplishments, without your achievements. You can come without your impressive assets, your house, houses, cars, boats. You can come without your masks, without pretense, without the need to impress. When you come to God, just bring your ordinary, unimpressive self. And the truth is, that even this afternoon, if you feel deep down that your contribution, your efforts, your impact in the world is somewhat ordinary or unimpressive, then in fact you're ideally placed to encounter Jesus. And he has particular interest in you. 
the encouragement of Romans 12.1 is to take your everyday, ordinary life. I love this. You're sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life. The stuff of everyday life. Ordinary and mundane though it may seem. And place it before God as an offering. Because sometimes it's the ordinariness of the gospel that offends people's pride. It's too easy, how can it be that easy? I love this quote from Tim Keller. He says, The Christian life begins not with high deeds and achievements, but with the most simple and ordinary act of humble asking. Jesus, if you're real, if you're real, please show me. Please help me. Please meet me in the ordinary, unimpressive circumstances of my life. Because in the, un, in the ordinariness of the Christmas story is hidden the extraordinary riches of the gospel. For unto you is born this day. Unto you is born this day. In the city of David, a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord, you know, God's not impressed by your good deeds or your best efforts to be a good person. God's not impressed by how much money you put in the offering or how often you come to church. What God wants is for you to recognise that you need the Saviour and that He has come for you at Christmas. Let me pray. Look, God, as we gather together in this place at this Christmas season, we thank you that uh, to each one of us a child has been born who is a saviour, who is called Christ the Lord. This one who is called Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Lord, I pray for each and every person here this afternoon, particularly those who feel that their contribution perhaps is in some ways not enough, insufficient, ordinary, or unimpressive. We thank you for the reminder to us today that God came in flesh in a very unimpressive, ordinary way to demonstrate something actually. He became one of us, He came in weakness came in poverty that we might become rich. And so Lord, come to us, we pray. Come to those who seek you today and reveal yourself to us in new and fresh ways, we ask in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this podcast brought to you from Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. Our prayer is that what was said today inspires you and strengthens you in your faith. If you would like to talk to someone about what you've heard today, you can contact the team during office hours on the number you can find on our website at mounties.org.au. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to having your company again soon. God bless.